Yo, back again, Sparklight. Um, got a guest again, John Davis. Back again. Appreciate you coming through again. What's going on? Man, um, it's been a very eventful week. Um, you actually asked a great question post game, and it wasn't even something that it didn't, it didn't even dawn on me honestly until you said it, and then I went back and like looked, and I was like, oh, like you have a you have a point, but you said that NECA you you. You asked Derek uh, if NECA should be in the MVP conversation. Right. And he gave you a pretty extensive answer. Um, you could, like, like uh, speak more about what he gave you, the answer he gave you. Yeah. He gave a pretty extensive answer, and he basically said that she's top five in a lot of categories and that on the Sparks, she has been the most valuable player, most valuable and most consistent player with you know people being in and out the lineup. She's only missed that one game for rest, yeah, for rest. the Space Jam 2 game. <laughs> You know, so she missed that game. She dressed, but she just didn't play. Actually won, but she's been the most consistent player of the month in July. Yep. yep. Just one player of the week again. Yep. That's her second one. No, nah, it, it really, like, it didn't dawn on me until you said it. Like, front of one, it didn't dawn on me that, like, I knew it, but I hadn't, like, checked the standings in, like, a week. So it, it also didn't really put it together that they're third now in the standings. Right, they're the third, third and, and they, they, they half a game back from second. Half a game back from second. And one and a half from first. And like we talked last yeah. week, you really only need to be top two. Top Obviously two. you want to have home court throughout yeah. in the finals, but top two is is the goal. No, and I really think that it's doable. Um I don't know if you saw Liz uh Cambage's article today. The the, the middle, I read it. Yeah, yes. so prayers up to Liz. Hope mm-hmm. she um gets better, but basketball wise that does affect things. Like mm-hmm. they're fourth now. And Asia's still out. Right. So basketball wise, like that really, really actually does affect things. So I don't know if the Sparks, not the Sparks, but the Aces will be able to come back up and overtake the Sparks. Um, I mean, they still they still have one game against them, and it could work out like that. But five game winning streak for the Sparks, best in the league right now. Just won the last four after All Star break. Connecticut's on a two game losing streak. Right. And they they've had a couple losing streaks this season. Like mm-hmm. they they've had a kind of weird season. It's like they'll win they'll win like four games. And like lose three or four in a row. This is what it is. Connecticut is eleven and one at home and five and seven, seven on, on the road. road. <laughs> so they can't, they can't, they can't win on the road. And Sparks six and six on the road. I mean, outside right. of, outside of the best uh, road team is the Mystics. Yeah, the Mystics. The, okay, so again, Deladon's probably gonna end up winning the MVP. Yeah. Ever since she came back from that facial injury, she has been mad at the world. Well, this is the thing. So, first of all, let's look at NECA Agumake's stats. So NECA is averaging. 17 points, nine and a half rebounds. Let's just round that up to a double-double, okay? And then she's shooting basically 49% from the field. She is shooting 40% from three, 83 from free throw, and she's giving you two assists, two steals. Two steals and a half a block. That's a great stat line. Great stat line. But (laughs) when you look at Elena Deladon, it's just a half a level above. Yeah. It's just a half a level above. I mean, she's averaging. She did miss those couple games from the, the concussion face, yeah, because of the concussion. facial injury that she picked up early on against the Sparks. But she's averaging 19 points, so that's more. She's shooting 51%. That's higher from field. She's shooting 42% from three. That's higher. She's shooting 95% from free throw. That's higher. She has 8.3 rebounds. I mean, that's one yeah, less. 2.1 one assists, the same. Steals a little lower and blocks higher. No, she's going to win. But yeah. I do want to, like, when you brought it to light, I do want to really compliment NECA on the season that, you know, she's having. But I will say that NECA does have a chance because the most valuable player in my mind, a lot of it comes down to the stretch run. 
let's say somehow the Mystics start to falter mm -hmm. and the Sparks barely lose another game. Yeah. And the Sparks have the number one seed oh, yeah, and the yeah, Mystics yeah. are yeah. two or three. Yeah. Then you really have to say the most valuable player is likely on the best on the, team. Yeah, the best team. Because it, that's that's why Brittany Griner can't win. Just especially, because she's leading the league in points and everything. I have something to say about like Brittany Griner's game against uh, the Sparks as well. Like I, that was my first time seeing her play in person. Okay. And I didn't feel like she made herself doubleable. Like even though she had twenty five points, I didn't feel like she made it. Was like yo, you have to double me, or I'm going to score every single time. I still think that she left a lot of points on the table and like the six rebounds kind of like you're six six. You should be out there getting more than six rebounds. She's six nine. Six nine. Yeah, not not six <laughs> she's six. Six nine. Six nine. You should be out there getting more than six rebounds. Like you should be out yeah. there literally getting She's not necessarily a passionate rebounder, but I will say that we do have to point out that TRP was picking up full court that game. We yeah, haven't seen her do it before yeah, or yeah, since. Yeah, it been... And so that's gonna slow down your offense. Yeah. So essentially all they had was time for one look. It was get grinding the ball, okay, you got shoot. There was no time to, oh, this is not working give it out to Bonner, let Bonner work. They didn't have time to go through like two or three different reads. It was like one thing, that's it. TRP has been, I mean, she she even did it in the um, Chicago game a little bit, but it didn't work as well because mm -hmm. Gabby is a little bit bigger than Leilani, so yeah. you can't just, like, she can't just maneuver her all around the court. I enjoy seeing Point Gabby. No, no, look. I did, I did, but I it's will. It's not better than Vandersloot. At all. But, <laughs> but it's an option. It's a... It's a, a way to show versatility. I agree. But even in that game, I was kind of, especially down the stretch, which is which this again what I've been complimenting Derek on like all season is that for the most part, when they lose a game, I never like am watching it and I'm like, oh man, Derek didn't put him in the best position to win. Outside of the game against the Liberty and which is the, the game when um, um the center had 37 points. That that game. Yeah. <laughs> Out, outside of that game. Like, like that game. And I get the concept and the thinking behind it, but I'm like, bro, she has 25 at halftime. Right. She finished the game with 37. Right. I know she came into the game four of 21 for three, but it seems like she's having a great night. Do something different. But I do get the thinking of it. But outside of that, I never think that uh, coach doesn't put them in the best position to win. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's something I always want to commend him on. And usually it just happens that way because he doesn't overcoach. He recognized, oh, Chelsea got it going tonight. Mm -hmm. So you know what, down the stretch? Here, Chelsea, carry us home. And right. I felt like that a lot of times down the stretch, I, I think his name is, uh, what's, what's, what's the us guys coach's name? Is it? Uh, James Wade. James Wade, James Wade. I feel like a lot of times down the stretch, James Wade was trying to call too many plays and coach a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for one, they're switching everything. Diamond DeShields, like, just watching her, she might be one of the most athletic guards in the league. Like, she gets she probably for because she's a little taller than most guards i would say she probably is the most athletic card i honestly think she could touch the rim she can dunk bro uh, me, yo yo no <laughs> no she's just not doing no, it she can dunk no literally me uh 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 shout out my homie damon we, <laughs> we had that conversation yesterday like no literally we 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 uh, had that conversation after the game it was like yo bro i think she could actually dunk like there was one place she went reversed and passed it out. I'm like, yo, you, yo. I'm like... She definitely can. I'm like, you are like a world-class Olympic-type athlete. You're mm -hmm. a world-class athlete. Like, shout out to Sparks, but can't nobody stay in front of her mm -mm. if you just... Like, she's too fast. No. Why are you calling plays? Like, why is Quigley ice on at the end of the game? Yeah. Why? Give her the ball, 
Tell everyone I'm move. not sure if she was into track and field when she was young, but the perfect event for somebody like that would be high jump. I agree. Because of that height. Yeah. Because the best high jumpers are usually about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, in America, we have just people who are superior athletes yeah. who can get it done when they're like, Six foot, six one. So she can make up that difference in the five inches that somebody taller would have. So agreed. You know, if the average, you know, six five, six six person has the ability to touch the rim and things like that, she easily makes that up with just that extra bounce. And and and, and again, sometimes you got to throw the X's, you know, away, put mm-hmm. the ball in your best player hand, and just live with the results. And I always want to compliment Derek for doing that. And and Chelsea is having a great season. She's a great guard, but I think playing under I think playing under Derek and the confidence that he shows in all of his players mm-hmm. for the most part. Like I think when sometimes you do put the ball in somebody's hand and you know what? I'm gonna live with it. That gives me confidence. Like that lets me know you're willing to live and die with whatever happens. And me as a player, it puts the onus on me and it puts the the it, it just it just lights an under lights an extra fire underneath me. If you talk about ISO Gray, which I like to call her, that's my nickname for her. When she gets to those plays, ISO Gray, Clutch Gray, the point guard, whatever you want to call her, she just, I think she has the ability to focus just a little bit more on getting an open shot in the fourth quarter. I agree. And her footwork is incredible. She can pretty much get, and because she's a bigger guard mm-hmm. for the most part, it's, I mean, she could post you, she could work in the mid-range, Her she could footwork shoot. is great, but she also has, like, this herky-jerky yeah. kind of off-balance yeah, rhythm yeah. to her game, which is hard to guard. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because it's unexpected. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, she's, like, going this way, going that way. She's leaning back and forth. I agree. And it's just a little off-center, and that may be sometimes why we see her airball shots. Yeah. But... but it, when it, it works, it works. When it works, it works. When it works, it works. Definitely. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, one thing that's still troubling to me is the three-point line. I mean, like, look, uh, the Sky took 24 threes. Mm-hmm. They only made 25% of them. So they're getting away with not necessarily always getting out the shooters. Quigley missed a lot right. of good looks, but obviously maybe if Vandersloot is there, some of those looks are even a little bit more open. Right. Um, but that still troubles me. Like, I, yeah, but you had somebody out there thinking that she was Nador 2.0 shooting threes. Nador shot three threes. It's like, come on, what you doing? They were okay. No. The thing about her taking those threes no. is this. They were open. I understand why mm-hmm. she shot them. Mm-hmm. She probably can't hit that shot, but they were open. Like they like literally it was just it was, because you have an open shot doesn't mean you take the shot. I understand that, but yo, at like some point, if it's if, if like that's what people get mad at Ben Simmons about. Literally, people will guard him from the free throw line. He'll be at the three point line. Don't even shoot the ball. Don't right. even look at the rim. Like you have to at least attempt to shoot it. Want to know why? Because one or two of them go in. Now you out there. Now somebody is like, okay, maybe I should at least think about putting a hand up in the face and it opens up something from somebody else, something for somebody else. But I feel you though. She probably can't hit that shot, but she was wide open if you notice that she's wide open then it's up to you to switch her and Dolson and give Dolson an opportunity to shoot those because she can make but she threes. couldn't stay on the floor like that though that's the issue like, like they would put her in a pick and roll and it's like she yeah. couldn't like she's just not slight enough light mm-hmm. enough on her feet to be able to you know that's like true. deal with it like once like then once give Chelsea, Cheyenne Parker those looks do something she did, different. She did hit a three. Right. Do something know? different. I mean, Cheyenne did have a 19-point game. 
a very very sneaky 19 yeah, point game. Like I'm, I noticed it, but I didn't right. really like notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually thought Diamond had more points than what she like actually scored, just because like everything she did was just so loud. Right. But you know who else had a sneaky game? Who? She played 11 minutes and 25 seconds, but Maria Vadiva, they call her Masha, 12 points in 11 minutes. Nah, I mean I thought for the first half she was the best player on the court for the. She um, was. She scored seven points in the first quarter when they needed points. Like, Maria, first of all, I didn't know she was 21. I don't know why, but I just— Just turned 21. Just turned 21. (laughs) It's just her game is so polished. To me, honestly, if I had an NBA comparison for her, I think she's a lot like Pau Gasol. Mm. I really, really think, like, like when I look at her and I think about the NBA comparison, I think of, like, Pau Gasol for her. But her game is just so polished, and she does things that you wouldn't expect— out of a young player that I thought she was honestly like 28 years old. I really thought she was much, much older. Like, I've I've, I've been talking about the future of the league and just like the future of the Sparks on this show for a minute. Right. And I think that, man, if you got if you got Kalani and you got Maria and mm-hmm. you got um, Marina on your team, right. Chelsea's still, what, 26 years old? Right. Sydney's not old. Like, I mean, NECA is 29, but that's still not old. The only two players you have with more than 10 years' experience on this team are Parker and Beard. Like, I think this Sparks team can be good for a very long time. Those are the only ones over 30. I think this Sparks team can be good for a very, very long time. And again, mm-hmm. I didn't even know Maria was 21 years old. I mean, in the first game she played against the Aces, she was far and away the best player on the Sparks. Right. But, like, like that was a play she stole the ball, ran in transition, got a layup. I'm like, okay, I didn't even know you could do that. Mm-hmm. And, and but, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, having, having her come off the bench, like, off your bench is just such a luxury. Right. And eventually you're probably going to have her and, say, maybe Raquana coming off the bench. Because Raquana is comfortable coming off the bench. Yeah. Imagine those two coming off the bench, giving you that spark. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like that. I, I don't know of many teams. But, again, that's why I think this team has so, so much potential. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm with you, I don't want them in a single-game elimination. Mm-mm. Reason being is because single game, they don't, like, I mean, I mean you no, ask. No, because look at the last game. The Sky was 6 of 24 from 3. 25%. They only lost by 3 They points. lost by 3 points. Like, again, because, look, this is, I was, like, thinking about this this morning, right? This they should, made half those threes? It's over with. Like, Super over I was with. thinking about this this morning. Like, the Sky is a team that I could see the Sparks beating them in every matchup in, like, in like the regular season, end mm-hmm. up playing a single-game elimination against them and losing randomly because somebody just gets hot. Right. And if they going to, I mean, I think they got the strategy down, shoot threes, if they're gonna give you the looks, shoot them. Now, if you can't now, if you can't make them, it is what it is. But I think they got the strategy down. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that scares me and why I don't think they need to be in the single game elimination. Because man, a team like Chicago, team like Seattle, mm-hmm. you know, you end up playing a team with a shooter and somebody get hot. Even a team like Phoenix. Because you know who they have waiting to come back. Diana. Yeah, like, she, like yeah, Diana she step on the court. Fifteen threes a game. <laughs> Diana, she don't care. Diana step on the court and get hot one night, and you right. going home. Right. But if they can just stay away from the same game elimination, mm-hmm. man, and we get into a series, and 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 usually, barring injury in a series, talent takes over. Right. I mean, Elena still hasn't even played. Mm-hmm. And I, t- I, I talked to her after the game on Sunday, and she says that she's ready. So what we do can you expect her back? What so. do you see? her role being, and where do you see her fitting in with this team um, when she gets back? Well, I consider her essentially the defensive coordinator right now. That's what I look at her, and I feel like she, at this point, since they're rolling so well with everybody, you want a player, but limited minutes, coming off injury, limited minutes. I see her coming off the bench, and I see 
let's say a situation like yesterday, where you're down by 12 in the first quarter. All right, well, it's Elena Beard time. Put her out there with, say, Masha and Raquana Williams. Get everybody focused, everybody committing to playing defense, because that's what I talked to her about. And she basically said, we just decided to play defense. And I asked her, <laughs> is it that easy sometimes? And she said, uh, yes. Uh. Like, defense, for the most part, isn't – I mean, obviously, some people have – You, you know, have the to natural, commit to it first. Yeah, like, some people have the natural ability to be better defenders, obviously, right. if you're, like, you know, have a crazy wingspan or something mm-hmm. like that, or you're more athletic. But for the most part, if you want to play defense, you can be a good defender. Right. Now, granted, you won't be Elena Beard, but you can be a good defender if you just want to play defense. Right. So, imagine – Imagine when they need some stops and it's Beard and TRP out there going after you. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to from her because that's what they were thinking. They probably were thinking, honestly, if they were thinking starting lineup, everybody was healthy. If I'm Coach Fisher, I probably would have started Gray, Beard, TRP, NECA, and Candace Parker. That you, probably would have been my starting yeah. five at the beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah. You would say where's the shooting, but, I mean, because that's what everybody said about that lineup at first, but TRP is showing that she can hit an open shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just leave her there. Like, if you – she can go one for three, which still, if, right. if she's going one for three, it's she's like – she's doing better than that this year. Exactly. When she – I think – what is she shooting from the three? Actually, Beer she's can shooting, shoot too, man. Beer can play. She's shooting 37% from right. the three-point line. Beer so, is a baller, though. Yeah. She just made the commitment to play more defense right. than – since the, uh, she's been with the Sparks, yeah. she just decided that I'm gonna just play defense. if I'm on a team with NECA and Candice and whoever else, I don't have had, to score. Yeah, and, you <laughs> know, they've had Christy defense. Tolliver at some point, and now they have Chelsea Gray, had Odyssey Sims. They've had people who can lift who are more, more natural at just, yeah. that's the way they play. So she's just focused on what she's needed to. But b- there was a point in the league that she basically averaged 20. Yeah. Well, it was years ago, and years ago. Years and years ago. But if but you it did average happen, 20 at some point, that means, that means you, you know how to score. Yeah, you know how to score. It's just, you just made the choice mm-hmm. that, you know what, I'm going to be the best defender that I can possibly be. And we've and, seen her pregame the last couple games. Her jumper looks pretty nice, yeah. man. She's got nice form. She can play. Yeah. Um. And one thing I do want to mention that like I've been noticing is Chelsea's willingness to take charges. Mm. Um. And what I think it does, and the precedent I think it sets for the rest of the team. Um, I think that when you see, you know, your all-star guard, you know, some people say he's the best point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but 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 when you see a player of that caliber, like, sacrificing the body, like, getting on the people, taking charges. I mean, charges is something that not everybody wants to take those. I mean, you right. get a knee in the chest, bruised sternum, you, you, could, you, right. you could actually hurt. She was hurt. holding their elbow after Yeah, one. like, charges are something that not everybody wants to take. You're, like, sacrificing your body. So when you see, and she's playing, like, pretty much 30 minutes a night every night. 34 30, minutes a night. 34, on, yeah. 30, yeah, minutes a night every night. So when she, you see, she probably wishes she played 30. So or Coach Fisher probably wishes, wishes she, she could play 30. 30. I don't think Chelsea cares. Yeah, I think she's fine. She's yeah. a, like she's a she's a hoop, but she doesn't care. But when you see, you know, your probably your best. Well, I think Neca's the best player, but it could be an argument like on like some nights between Neca, mm-hmm. Chelsea, and uh, Candace. But when you see her going out there taking those charges, I think it sets a precedent for everybody about what type of effort will and won't be accepted. Mm-hmm. Especially for the guards coming especially, off the bench. Yeah, especially for the guards. It's like because if the backup point guard is going to be Alexis Jones, she knows that she's going to have to compete the same way Chelsea Gray was competing on defense. Exactly. To get minutes. Exactly. And and I just think that, but that's also why I think this team is just really really special because I think that for one, they can hold each other accountable. 
mm-hmm. but like hold each other accountable without even like talking to each other. I think that like even just taking charges like that holds everybody accountable. It's like you like you said. It's like man, if I'm coming in the game, I just saw Chelsea do that. I'm only playing 10 minutes. Right. So the 10 minutes I'm out there, I got to be 100% locked right. in. I mean, even you see Marina, like her, the defense she's been playing recently. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that early in the season, that was kind of, I thought offensively she was good, but I thought defensively it would take her a little bit of time to adjust, and it, and it did, but she's been playing much, much better defensively. Right. After the All-Star break, I just I talked to Marina on Sunday, and after the All-Star break, Marina just decided that, she wanted to do anything she had to do to play. That's how bad she wants to play, is that she's going to go out there, she's going to hustle, she's going to tussle for the ball. <laughs> she's going to yeah. almost intimidate you. Like, yeah. who is this? Like, yeah. what are you Get doing? Off of me. Right, like, Get off like of me. stop bothering me. Yeah, literally. But, and and, and Fitch kind of alluded to that, like, that, like, you can see her personality kind of come out defensively. Mm-hmm. Like, you can kind of see that she's from New Jersey. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I know you grew up playing on the playground. Right. Like, even, well, I think it was the feed, the, was it the Seattle game when, like, she got the, uh, like, she stole the ball and then, like, threw it off of her? Oh, she blocked yeah, your yeah, Lord. Yeah, she blocked she, it. Yeah, she blocked your Lord. She thought she was still in bounds. And, and she threw it, like, she threw yeah. the ball with a little bit extra aggression. You did not need to throw it that hard. Right. She could have just, like, tapped it off him. She, like, drilled the ball right. off her with a little extra aggression. Well, good but, thing they both from Notre Dame, so. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, oh, okay, cool. it's cool. It's cool. So, it's cool. But yeah. It's, yeah. But you can really see, you know, uh, just her personality come out um, 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 on that side. Um, and... The last thing I really, really want to talk about before we get out of here uh, is 2K20 being on, well, not 2K20, but the WNBA being on 2K20. Right. And in my humble opinion, I think that's probably a top five most important thing that's happened to the WNBA. I do want to point out that they were in NBA Live Live 19 last year, but we (laughs) all know that the preeminent (laughs) basketball game in video games is 2K. It's 2K. It's 2K. Maybe 10 years ago, uh, maybe like 15 years ago. No, live, when, I, when I had Sega Genesis. We had said, live, live 95. Was, live. That was my joint. <laughs> but since then, yeah, 2K. I think I had 96, but that was about it. No, nah, I stopped playing live, I want to say, probably like <laughs> 05, 05, 06. And then 2K kind of came out of nowhere and just completely NCAA took over. football took it over for me. But it's very important that they're on that game because that is the preeminent game. All 12 teams will be in there. They're going to have accurate rosters. They're going to look like the players. They're going to have great ratings for them. Brianna Stewart's 95, Candace Parker 93. 93. People were complaining, saying, oh, why is Brianna Stewart a 95? And, I don't know, Thomas Sadaransky is a 72. Yeah, that was so stupid. It's yeah. like it's a whole different it's mode of different the game. It's a different side. But I think it's important that they have those star players be in the 90s because against the players in this league, that's what they are. You got to remember, Candace Parker. Some people could honestly say Candace Parker peaked her rookie year. No, nah, yeah, literally. You know what she did her rookie year? Yeah, she won a MVP and won a championship. Rookie of the year and MVP the first year. First year. Where do you go from there? <laughs> <laughs> you Obviously, you can't continue to yeah, win rookie could, of the yeah. year. But when you are already at the precipice as a rookie, as a rookie. where do you go from there? She has a real, like, she might be the greatest women. I mean, well, I think Di- uh, Diana Taurasi's obviously up there. Maya Moore was heading that direction. Mm-hmm. Maya Moore is up there as well. But Candace is in the conversation for greatest women's basketball player of all time. Right. And I think that for, for one, not just, it's it's not just like it's a play now mode. Like, if to my understanding, I think they actually have, like, franchise and dynasty mode 
with the WNBA. Have a season mode, a yeah. season mode, something like that. A season mm -hmm. mode. So it's like you can you can do more than just you know like go in and play one game, but you can actually like get into it and like figure out what a season is like. Mm -hmm. And I think that just for I asked uh, Coach about it, and I agree with everything he said. What said? I think that for. I mean, for me, right, the way I really, really got into basketball, basketball was video games. Like, mm -hmm. I would buy Live 98, and I would play Live 98. And that's how I, even because obviously I didn't have lead pass growing up, like, games, basketball wasn't as 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 League pass accessible. didn't exist growing yeah, up. That, and it wasn't as accessible to watch. Right. Like, you really only got it on, like, you know, TNT had his games and stuff like that. But uh, 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 NBC had the games, but... Mm -hmm. The way I really knew about the league was through video games. Like, I would play, find out who my favorite players are that way, and that's how I, um, like, AI. I couldn't always see AI play, but I could play with them every day on um, NBA Live. And it, like, gave me something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. Like, man, like, I want to do this. And then when I realized I wasn't going to, you know, grow to be six feet, I was like, man, but I want to be involved with the game somewhere. I was like, yo, I want to be an analyst or something like that. Okay. You know, so I think that for young girls and even for like, you know. For young boys too. For young boys, it just normalizes women playing basketball. Right. So, because we're like, again, it's only 23 years old. So I'm 28. I, five years of my life, there was no WNBA. Mm -hmm. But just me living in a world when it didn't exist, it still kind of. I think for some people, it's, it's not normalized yet still. Right. And you know what's going to be nice? Some of those players are going to have pretty good dunk ratings. Yeah. So you, you can, know, yeah. Grinder's going to be able to dunk. Grinder's going to be able to dunk. You know, a player like John Quill Jones gonna is be probably going to be able to dunk. dunk. Maybe yeah. Glory Johnson. Like, people who we know, Sylvia Files, people who yeah. we know they can dunk, they're going to be able to dunk. dunk. And that's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like I, and, and, again, I just think it's a beautiful moment, a watershed moment for the league because, again, like, it's – like, what if a girl wants to, you know, go and play 2K? Like, we right. got to stop acting like women don't play video games and right. that women aren't sports fans. I didn't even realize until recently, like, how many women really, really love basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of them know a lot about the game. Because the only thing you could do right now, to my recollection, is essentially create a woman and play on the playground. I don't even think you can do that. Can You, you can't that? make a woman and play on the playground in the game? You can make a woman and play on the playground. I don't think you can. I hope so. <laughs> I don't think I know because... That means it would have to be my player because the people you create are through my player and you basically put them in the NBA. Mm -hmm. So it like goes to that storyline. So no, I don't think you can create a woman and put them in the playground. Mm. Now that may be something that you may be able to do now or maybe like the game next year, you may be able to create a woman and put them in the playground next year. I don't know if they're going to have like a my player mode, mm -hmm. which would probably be what is necessary. You probably have to have like a my player mode in the WNBA part for it to be necessary for you to do that. But still, it's just great that women can log on and play as their favorite WNBA player or just see a WNBA player on the game playing basketball. Right, and you'll really be able to see how skilled these players are. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like sometimes a lot of – I feel like the women know and people who play basketball and love basketball know. But I think right. like the casual fan yeah. kind of underestimates like – and how skilled and also how athletic – like, it's not 20 years ago. Like, I'm telling you, uh -huh. Diamond and Shields is a world-class athlete. Yeah, I was she, sitting there. She better dunk on that game. No, like, no, no. <laughs> I, I was literally sitting there. was a couple rebounds she grabbed. And I was like, did she just did she just do what I think she just yes. did? Like, she was going up. I mean, even NECA, sometimes she goes up for rebounds. Yeah, yeah. Like, goes up and, like, snatches it. And I'm yeah. like, yo, did she just. NECA can get up too. Yeah, NECA can get up and, like, yo, did she just mm -hmm. do. Like, and I think the athleticism, the athleticism of the league was even something that I even underrated. But again, it's 2020. Like we know how to train everybody much better. Like even look at the like high school kids doing all types of dunks in between the legs that you would have never thought you could that you would see out of a high schooler 15 years ago. 
Right. So I think that people underestimate the athleticism and the skill, and I'm with you. I think the video game will will help out a lot because it's a simulation of real life. And I think that the game will will will, will help out a lot, and it's a great moment, and the league needs more of that. And that's what, like, the league, the league needs mm-hmm. is things like that because it's about the youth. Like, everything is about the youth and just about the future and making them fans. Because if you can make a 10-year-old a fan, that's something that he carries with, he or she carries with them for the rest of their lives. And you know what else they had to do? What's up? To use their likeness? What's up? Pay them. More money. They had to pay them. I don't know how much. Yeah, yeah. But they I don't had to know pay how much, but they definitely had to pay them. Yeah. So more money, more money, more money for the league. So, um, 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 again, I loved Coach's answer, and uh, I mean, I could have asked him about the game, but I had to ask him about 2K. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, a, no, like, it's very important. Like, man, I'm an avid 2K player. Like, I'm telling everybody, I'm giving people work with the Sparks immediately when the game right. drops. This season is May until early October, but NBA season is basically starting then, so you're gonna be playing 2K. The whole time. The whole so time. Look at all that exposure you can be able to have for the WNBA that nobody would be talking about when you basically be able to play that season, a 2K season with yeah. the WNBA from October until they start again until May. And now you can have favorite players that aren't necessarily like the marquee guys. Well, mm-hmm. well, women. Like, you know, maybe Chelsea Gray can be your favorite player now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might random Sydney Weiss might maybe Maria might be your favorite player mm-hmm. because you play with them on a game and you like the way they play on the game. So now you want to transfer into real life and actually watch them more and see who they are. Right. Again, like that's how AI became my favorite player. Okay. I mean, like I saw him with the tats and like the drown like the braids and he looked cool to me, but I played with him so much on um NBA Live. So that because again, I couldn't watch, like, I feel like the WNBA is at the level of accessible that the NBA was maybe like 20 years ago. Whereas in, you I mean, you can watch the WNBA every day, but everybody doesn't have league pass, mm-hmm. things like that. With basketball and NBA, you can pretty much find an NBA game every day on television. That's true. Like every single day. WNBA, you can't really find a WNBA game every single day on television. So, again, I think the video game will help with exposure and you'll be able to see your favorite players much more often, no matter what market they play in. And you'll be able to have different favorite teams as well. So, yeah, I think I, I think it's one of the best moments and best things that's happened to the league. But I agree with you. But anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Oh, no, I just want to say what's up to everybody. You know, John W. Davis, shout out to W Insider, where I do a lot of my Sparks work. Shout out Insider. LA Sparks beat reporter for them and just doing some great work and looking forward to the team coming back home after a couple games and – We'll see how they do on the road against Dallas and Chicago, I'm and then they'll be back. going to be in Chicago when they play the Sky, so I'm actually trying to go okay. to the game. And, All right. And, you we'll know, represent for us then. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do. But as always, man, appreciate you guys. Thank you for the support. Um, it's been Sparklight, and as he said, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they do on this road trip, and um, go Sparks. Hopefully they uh, uh, next next time we talk, they're 17-8. and eight. So, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later.